Hi guys, and welcome or welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host Indira, and today I'm here for a very special Bucks bonus episode. I'm joined by three super talented girls who are going to give us a bit of a rundown on the behind the scenes and their experience of having success at Bucks this weekend. In case you don't already know, Bucks Athletics Outdoor Championships took place this weekend and they're one of the biggest events on the calendar. So some serious running here, guys. Okay, let's get into it. Okay, hi guys. Welcome to the podcast. How are you all doing today? Good, thank you. <laughs> cool. Yeah, great. Excited to be on. Yeah, so guys, I'm here today with a couple of, you know, your top three girls at Bucks. We've got Jess Spilsbury, Steph Driscoll, Millie Wills. So do you guys want to introduce yourself? Let's start with Jess. Uh, hi, I'm Jess. Um, I specialize mostly in 1500, um, like double and a bit of 3K, 5K maybe. Um, but yeah, that's my main discipline. Cool. And Steph? So I've recently moved up to the 800 meters and yeah, can't imagine doing anything more than 800s, but 4.8 runner. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Millie? Um, so I mainly do steeplechase, but I've done like 15 flats and things like that. But um, yeah, definitely, I think, haven't done a 3K steeplechase yet, but need to try one. But yeah. <laughs> Just want to make it harder for yourself, you know, hurdles, <laughs> longer distance. Okay, cool. And if we go around again, um, Jess, where did you come at Bucks and how did it feel when you crossed the line? Um, so I won the Bucks 1500. Um, it was such an amazing feeling. Um, definitely not expected um so honestly absolutely buzzing and it was so nice to be surrounded by all my friends and family um because it was in my hometown as well <laughs> in Manchester oh yeah they say the home home crowd makes a difference so cool. yeah absolutely and Steph how about you where did you come and how did it feel when you crossed that line <laughs> so I came third and honestly I was swimming I almost fell over the line um, and surprised I held on for bronze, really. But no, it was really good. And because I'm based in the northwest in the lakes, Manchester's really close. So it was great having my friends and family there as well, as well as all the Loughborough supporters. That was great. Yeah. And when you say swimming, just to clarify for anyone who might might be thinking, oh, maybe she's, you know, done a quick swim in a race. Yeah, changed event. No, um, I was, I can't use swimming, like I was swimming in lactic. My le- my quads were just hurting a lot. I thought I was going to fall over the line. <laughs> well, you know, you you made it strong, so you know it all worked out. And so, Millie, how about yourself? Uh, so I came third, um, just because I wasn't in third in the the last two hundred meters. I was in fifth, so <laughs> this is a sprint finish. <laughs> um, but no, it felt really good to cross the line. Um, back to the good old days because I haven't really raced much recently so it's quite nice to get back to it yeah yeah oh good stuff okay so you know you mentioned that not having raced much recently is there any specific reason for that or what's changed in the lead up to this race um I think since I came to uni my training and racing and like COVID and things like that it all just knocked it all and I wasn't motivated I didn't it was more of a chore to go for a run than to actually go for it like enjoyment um and then I'm in my final year now and I was like I've got all the facilities here like 
got the coaching like I'm on the performance program here and I was like I'm just really gonna make the most of it and just see how I go this year and yeah it started well so yeah yeah definitely that's really great to hear and yeah I think it's such a common thing for people to struggle with a bit of a motivation gap and was there anything specifically that you did to overcome that um I don't know I feel like when I went to uni I was kind of like I want to go to uni and have loads of fun like running wasn't my top priority which isn't good and I know it's not good but I think because I had like those well year and a half at the start where I just enjoyed uni I think I always kind of knew I just wanted to get back to it and yeah that was kind of my plan even though it sounds bad that I was just like I'll have have a couple of years off and then I'll get back to it but um, no I definitely I'm I'm really happy that I've come back to it yeah Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's good to get the life balance in there. And, you know, it's clearly paid off in the end. So (laughs) can't complain. And so Steph and Jess, did either of you have a bit of a bumpy lead up to this? You know, has everything gone super smoothly or have there been some bumps in the journey? Should we start with you, Steph? I think I'm similar to Millie in like the past few years. I've had so many different injuries, which and COVID as well, obviously. So the past three years like 2020 and 2021 I had a string of injuries even going into 2022 so that's why I stepped up to the eight to just have some fun with the sport and enjoy it and so now I'm finding the 800s and I'm really loving it and I've been loving my training and yeah it's been going well but injuries have been really preventing it having a steady steady ride through everything yeah definitely those really put a spanner in the works it takes it takes a lot to pull through from them and Jess, have you got anything that's, you know, been a bit problematic for you? I think it's very similar to Millie's. Um, starting university was quite a big shock to the system, being away from your family. Um, and also kind of coming to a completely new place with um, like new groups, new people. Um, so it took me a while to kind of get into uh, the spring of consistent training. Um, but then when I moved to my uh, current coach now, it's just been so, so much better, so much more consistent. And this kind of winter season has been just building up slowly. And I think I've really enjoyed that process. Um, so hopefully now everything will be quite smooth. Um, touch wood, no injuries just yet. <laughs> yeah, touch wood. So it's yeah, it's interesting. You all mentioned there kind of the enjoyment being something that you've definitely found, you know, in the lead up to this race. Would you say that being in a good place with running, enjoying it has really contributed to being able to get the most out of yourselves? Yeah, most definitely. Like being in a great training group with great people that can bring you on as well. And then also the university environment as well is a big factor. Like having people there supporting, like books is a great team competition and for it to be our opener for the outdoor season is really fun and like yeah it's massively enjoyable yeah yeah that's one thing um that was one thing I'd say about um like this weekend was I enjoyed every moment of it um like with with my friends and you see my family and I think that contributed so much to how you perform because it almost that becomes easy to you when you're just smiling and having fun with it yeah definitely yeah no no that's so great and 
you know, so you say you're all kind of fairly relaxed, I, I guess, going into it, but there must have been some degree of pressure. And how was it that you all dealt with that? Um, well, I get very, very nervous before a race. Like I really, really stress out. And I I tend to find that if I speak to like if I speak to someone about completely other random topic that I just kind of forget about the race and then I'm absolutely fine. But I also think that it's good. It's really good to be like nervous before like the adrenaline. I think that's always helped me, even though I don't like the feeling before. And obviously because my race, I don't know if you know, but my race at Bucks it, um, got like cancelled the first day because of the rain. So I had all that, that adrenaline, all that like stress. And then they're like, oh, it's not happening. <laughs> I was like, great. Mm. So then I had to experience it another two times. But um, no, I think I think if I just... I have to keep myself out of like the state where I really like build myself up and just like take a step back and find someone I can just speak to and just ramble on about random stuff instead. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great strategy. I mean, yeah. Taking away from anything that could negatively impact your performance, I guess. How about you, Jess? Um, So personally um, in the past, I've kind of found that if I kind of overthought too much about the race um it would just hinder my performance completely um so I kind of went into this but just seeing things as simply as I could um obviously knowing knowing the quick field around me I expected it to be a tough race and I knew that going in I was mentally prepared for that but also I just tried to stay as calm as possible with it um and kind of chatting in the call-up room like Millie said just completely just rambling on about random stuff and I think that's the best way for me to be um I know some people are quite like focused in this call room and that that works for them um but personally yeah definitely um take your mind off it and obviously when you get on that start line that's when the race begins yeah yeah key stuff there how about you Steph any specific tactics you use um I don't know how successful I am with them because I feel like with races I'm such a like bundle of nervous energy that I try and just think it's excitement to race when in reality I'm really nervous and a bit stressed about it so it's it's what the other girls have said just in talking about random things take your mind off it and I always I always try and like stand a bit taller even though I know in my inside I'm Question: what, what what I'm doing? Oh, have I got enough time? Do I need to pop to the toilet again before call room? Just like, yeah, channel that nervous energy into like excitement to run the race as well. Yeah, no, key stuff there actually. Um, this Saturday's episode was with a sports psychologist and she did she did touch on, you know, having a power pose on the start line. So, you know, the science is behind that one, I have to say. Okay, and so what would you guys say? Is there anything specifically that you think meant you were able to perform well, you know, at the weekend? Can you pinpoint maybe something in your training that changed? Did you find an extra gear in the race? You know, Millie, you came from fifth into third. You know, Jess, you came from third into first. You know, what what switch flick that meant you just went shooting past at that, at that point? Well... I seem to, it seems to be something that I comment, like, I do it a lot. I don't know, you probably haven't seen my English schools race, but that's how I tend to race, just stick at the back and then the last 200 metres just 
push and give it all you've got. But obviously a lot of people at Bucks hadn't seen me race English school. So they were all like, oh my gosh, like no way. And I was like, I had it, I knew what I was doing. <laughs> but um yeah, I think I think I always just have that extra kind of, I don't know, bit of energy which I kind of keep in the back just yeah. just for the last two hundred meters. Yeah. Nice. Jess, how about you? I think it's definitely something that we've been working on in training. Um, like you said, changing those gears. Um, because I used to find that when when the front pack goes, they're gone, uh, they're out of reach. Um, and I'm finally learning to kind of stick on the back of them and stay with them. And, you know, um, obviously <laughs> this weekend probably pass them. But um, so, yeah, definitely um, down to training. Um, and then also in terms of just uh, like preparation for the race, um, obviously because there's three rounds, I found recovery was such a huge um, uh, impact on my legs being able to produce the times day after day. Um, so like really good sleep. I was really lucky to be in a room with somebody who respected that um, and, you know, let me go to bed when um, when was needed. Um, also lots of food you think I ate so much food this weekend um, just getting it all back in and drinking as well a lot of water um, and rolling out and I just think recovery is such a huge part of it yeah for sure yeah no definitely and you know have any of you got any tips in you know what you did I mean Steph you went through three rounds as well you know how did you kind of recover the legs especially with something such as the 800 that's so lactic heavy um I I don't think there was anything specific. It was more the first two days thinking about making sure I'm maintaining my hydration. Uh, so that will fuel me throughout the weekend and having have like some chocolate milk after a race. I feel like that's a nice little standard. Um, add a little bit of protein and also lucky enough to have some physio and like soft tissue support. So I had a nice little flush out on Saturday and Sunday before Monday's final, which helped nice. a lot because I feel like otherwise my calves would have been in pieces and they wouldn't have been like, yeah, they wouldn't have been able to kick on that last 250. Yeah. How about you, Jess, Millie, anything to add that you did, you know, specifically with recovery? Um, well, I'm not so good at that kind of thing. Like I feel like once I've done the race, I'm like, yes, give me like all the food ever and like all the unhealthy stuff. <laughs> but um, no, I think I know like, after the race, we had to sit on a bus, which was, um, our bus was like five hours long. So it probably wasn't great recovery. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like stretching, rolling, all that kind of stuff. And just putting back on the calories that you've lost and hydration. Yeah, everything that's already kind of been said. <laughs> yeah. Anything else to add to that, Jess? Or um, I think, yeah, definitely. Just, I think sleep, honestly, is one of the biggest things um for recovery um especially like after training as well uh, just in general if you can get in a little like power nap or something it just it it's so much more powerful than it, it seems at the time um and it does add up um and also obviously nutrition is such a big big factor in hydration like Steph said yeah no definitely okay so you know we've got a last question from a from a listener do you guys do anything different in the lead up to a race, you know, such as tapering, any changes to your, you know, general training? Um, I think my my mileage definitely goes down. 
Um, and my sessions in probably the the past week have been very uh, focused on race pace and getting familiar with um, kind of the, the 400, 600 that we'll be producing in the race. Um, definitely carb loading as well. <laughs> That's a big one. Um, but yeah, definitely a taper. Um, yeah. I, I know some people actually prefer not to, but I think it works really well for me to just let my legs feel as fast as possible for the day. Well, I mean, it, it was clear at the weekend. So, <laughs> Steph, have you? <laughs> yeah, um, I'm the same, really. Finishing big winter block and now getting ready for outdoors, going onto more speedy stuff, more 400 based lactic um, work has been really good because I really do enjoy the speedier side of things. And so, yeah, feeling and um, making sure to taper and feeling fresh for the weekend. And then what Jess was saying about fueling as well. Um, I always have like a nice little rice pudding before a race. Um, so that's my little carb, carb loading. But yeah. Nice stuff. Got to love a bit of rice pudding. <laughs> Millie, have you got anything specific? Um, We, I, yeah, I would say I taper. Not like I'll still, I'll just drop the mileage a little bit, but we tend to do more speedy stuff before because obviously my race is quite long, but it's it's quite good to put in some speed stuff just before, I think. Um but yeah, I wouldn't I probably wouldn't run the day before and then just uh, yeah, I just drop the mileage, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, so some quick fire questions to wrap up with now. What is the biggest piece of advice you'd give to your younger self, Steph? Oh, that's quite profound. Um <laughs> Just enjoy the sport and make the most of it. Make the most of the opportunities and the people you meet because they're really, everyone's so lovely and supportive. It's like a great atmosphere. It's a great sport. Yeah. Millie? Um, just keep at it. Just keep working hard. Um, yeah, even if one day you get up and you're like, oh, I've got to go run, just get it done. Like it will be, it will be worth it in the long run. Yeah, some excellent motivation there. Jess? Um, probably don't spend so much time worrying about what's going to happen in the future and just let, let, let it come and just work hard in the moment and you know that the destination that you end up will be will be the right one. Awesome, yeah, live in the moment there. Okay, a uh, popular one here, favourite training session. Um, Millie? Oh, gosh, that is a question. Um... Uh, I don't know I I actually really enjoy speedy stuff even though I'm not I don't really have much speed when it comes to when it comes to like 2k steeplechase but I think because like as I showed at Bucks like that last sprint like I always I'd love to do it and so I think I try and like practice that like imagine it almost in training so if I'm doing like 200 or something I'll be like oh like I'll pretend that I'm just going taking over people <laughs> but I don't know I just I think I just prefer the speedy stuff yeah yeah awesome and nothing wrong with a bit of speed Steph <laughs> yeah I'm the same really um working on that final like race prep thing so like split eights or split sixes so yeah going at race pace for distances or for like 200s or yeah yeah doing like speedier stuff really 
yeah, I mean, that makes sense and it definitely pays off. Jess, how about yourself? Uh, I'm a I'm a lover of 600. <laughs> um, but when you like slowly um, like build the pace up, so after 400, your 200 splits, um, Chris, I love I love that kind of stuff like change of pace um, I used to hate it and then now it's one of my favorite things to do um, so definitely 600. Yeah oh no that's great to hear okay and final wrap-up question if you didn't run what sport would you do? It's very strange okay it's very very strange but basically I think it was New Year's my, we went around to my friends and they've got a darts board <laughs> and I beat all of the dads at dart (laughs) so I think if I didn't run I'd do dart (laughs) well I mean sounds like there could be some potential there (laughs) yeah I think so too (laughs) Steph how about you um honestly any sport uh lots of outdoorsy stuff like mountaineering ski mountaineering that kind of thing that's pretty cool Mm. Yeah, Jess, how about yourself? Um, I always thought that I wouldn't do running. I definitely do cycling. I love road cycling. Um, I go out with my uh, I go out with my dad a lot. Um, and I think definitely that would be something that I do professionally. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Well, thank you so much, guys, for coming on. You know, a bit of insight into, you know, the behind the scenes of some of the top girls at Bucks. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you, Andira. It's been amazing. No, thanks so much for coming on, guys. It's been great. And so that's the first of our group episodes. Let me know what you guys thought at Fitter Faster Happier on Instagram. Be sure to let me know in the feedback form or you can DM me directly. Hopefully looking to do a few more of these kind of group discussions moving forwards. There's also a come on the podcast form in the link in my bio. So if you are interested, please fill that out. Anyone and everyone's welcome. We've all got interesting stories. And so yeah, hopefully have a few more of these kind of fun episodes coming in the future.